Parenting Your Child in Recovery, the podcast that speaks the truth about your child's recovery. Relapse is not normal. Phony success rates can't define where your family wants to be in 5, 10, or 15 years from now. And most importantly, your child is not an addict. From 9 to 5, been biting my tongue for all this time, won't let anyone cut me short. I was thinking this was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life, no one be no good My name is Rich Jones RN, and this is Essential Change, the podcast. Today, I want to talk about three approaches to the addiction and relapse cycle that families can use to kind of help find their way a little better, a little easier in dealing with this as, as a family, as, as a unit. Well, let's give a nod to our sponsor, secondstarts.com. That's the number two, N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. Helping those people and families needing a second chance due to previous failures in relapsing, behavioral recidivism, social or community distrust, anything that uh, would cause one to need some type of rehabilitation. Uh, We work with individuals and families together to plot out new strategies, new complete strategies to deal with the situation, deal with the relapse, deal with installing a new life thought process. You can find us at secondstarts.com. Again, that's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S.com. And also on Facebook, our group Mothers and Fathers Against Addiction and Relapse. Please check us out there. Feel free to join the group and communicate with us as much as possible. So let's talk about three things, three views we can take to help a family or an individual deal with the addiction relapse cycle. We'll call it a cycle because a lot of times it does go back and forth as a cycle. We put these on a blog post and we kind of got some good feedback from it. So I want to kind of put it in a podcast and let the podcast listeners kind of listen to those three things and feel free to expand or elaborate um, in communication with me. So the first thing is this. Let's think about expanding the base of support. Um, You want to look toward everyone that is available and not look people over. Really eye each uh, individual that's in your network and see how they could possibly affect uh, the loved one that we're trying to help. We want to look at respective relatives, people that you wouldn't ordinarily think about bringing into the process. And let's be extremely important to understand that they don't need to know every detail of what's going on with the individual. Only thing they need to do is they're being called upon to lend and give support and to let the individual know that they're in their corner. And they will be getting some notice of how they're doing. Not specifically, because a lot of times we want to sidetrack the shame type of thing, but we can easily sidetrack them and just basically make it a positive notification system. And that is important. Um, Old teachers, old friends, someone that is respected or veered, they don't want them to think poorly of them. Usually when someone's in an addiction cycle, they avoid 
like the plague people that they don't want to disappoint. Look to find some people that they don't want to disappoint, you know, and in the system, make it clear that they don't necessarily have to understand each and every point of their downfall, but they want to be used more as a a helping hand, a step up, a notification of the good things, the positive things that they'll be looking for. You never know which person is going to be involved in helping that person give them a little bit more strength, a little bit more push to move on and move forward. The way we put it in the blog post is you never know which straw of support will break the back of the addiction problem. A little catchy and saying it, but it, it makes sense. You never know which aspect, which person. So you continually search and you, you, you grip and you strive to find even that one extra person that can help. It's, it's an, extremely important to keep keep working at it. The second thing is to identify an intact and empowering destination. Uh, and what do I mean by that is, and this is important, to identify doesn't mean sit around with a piece of paper, say what you want to do, and then that's it. Identifying and attacking means the constant and relentless search for an identity, uh, like using a compass. It's not a straight line to get there. You're kind of edging forth, but you're always following that north star, going north. Uh, there's detours. There's edges. There's ditches you have to walk over. But you continue to go. You go left a little right. You go have to go around the stream. Uh, but you still end up heading back, readjusting your course Something like sailing a ship, the wind constantly blows you off course, you know, the waves, the currents, but you just kind of head right and then you head left and then you head right. But all the time you're heading toward a destination. This is one of the things that we have to remember as, as, as a group. We're always headed toward a destination. The destination isn't so fixed. But it's a it's a it's a destination which we know where we how exactly we want to end up. Understanding that the road is never really as easy and clear cut, but there's an a, desti- a destination. That's why you have to identify it constantly and attack it constantly. That's extremely important. Now, while you're attacking that destination, you don't discount the present present and treatable situations. You don't discount them, but the attention must be fixated on a life-changing reality, not just the present reality, not the treated reality, not the the sickness reality, but a life-changing reality. And it's important to understand that. And the third aspect, which is very important, each and every minute being progressive, having a progressive attitude is a minute Stolen away from self-destruction. We say this all the time in Second Stars. There's only 24 hours a day. What you do with each and every minute is important. For every minute that we are working on a life-changing destination is a minute that we are not going sideways. We're not going backwards. So each minute is is coveted. And we, and we, we, we grip and we work and we claw at the moments. One of the things I like to say, and I I say over again, is treatment is not enough. You need a group of people with a a destination and a result, and everybody working together and pulling. It takes a village, and this is more as extremely important in the recovery and relapse process. It's imperative that you understand that you don't have to just sit there and wait for a professional 
or a group of professionals to fix this problem. While those people are doing what they do and doing what they are professionals at, working angles that you are not trained to work, there are extremely important angles that you as a family can start to work on right away as soon as you understand that you're going to go into a rehabilitation uh, uh, proposition. You have to get together and start to understand that you have power. Your group has power. You need to exploit all the resources and assets that you have. And that's all for today. So remember, everybody, let's get out there and help somebody get better, stay better, and be better. Thank you for joining us on Parenting Your Child in Recovery, a podcast for the families of young adults in recovery. For more information, go to secondstarts.com. That's the number 2-N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S.com and our Facebook group, Parenting Your Child in Recovery. And if you or someone you know loves a young adult in recovery and want a customized premium change to recovery without the guilt and shame of most recovery processes, please go again to secondstarts.com, the number 2ndstarts.com, and book a free call. Thank you. Last night, what I do remember that it was real, real life. Talks about me.